All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Walliker, with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and group coaching uh, to come in soon. And that is who our sponsor is this week. It is always going to be the sponsor of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. Um, no specials going on right now, but courses are always open and available. It just kind of depends on what you are looking to commit to, how much depth you want to dive into, and then, of course, just financially what you are able and willing and capable of um, investing in. So this is all an investment, and as you know, once you start getting into fitness or something new and everything like that, it's time and effort at the beginning, and then it just becomes a part of who you are. So welcome to the Brain Dump Diaries podcast, where we are making that a lot more simple. We are taking away the stress and worry about it, and we are just letting it be a part of who we are. And today's episode is about body cravings. So this is the final part in a four-part series about cravings, where before we talked about food, fitness, numbers, and now your body which I'm glad I kind of switched the order up a little bit because I feel like um, focusing on your body is the big thing around all of these. So what I'm excited about today is kind of explaining how I went from somebody that was super hyper-focused, hyper-aware of my body and what it looked like and... um, what it was eating and how it was reacting to it, what it was doing in the gym and how it was reacting to it, the numbers that consumed it and surrounded it and how I felt about that. And to where it's just, I'm existing in the body that I was given for this life and I'm neutral to it. I love that I can dress it up. I love that it does what I, what I want it to do. And I see where I have growth opportunities for wanting it to do more or wanting it to do differently and knowing that if I do want it to change, what it's going to take in order for that to happen. And if I do, awesome. If I don't, cool. Either way, I'm happy with where I'm at. And that took a lot to get to. And that's what my coaching is about, is fast-tracking that. So, because I see a lot of people in the fitness industry that there's a fine line where it turns into something detrimental and disorderly. And then they struggle to kind of figure it out and create a life and identity outside of fitness, outside of food, outside of their body, outside of their identity or their like physical features. And that takes time to reprogram your mind, but it's, it's so worth it. So here's when to look at your body and when to like not look at your body or when to um accept where you are at and where to and when to adjust things in order to see changes so as always cravings come from emotions um there are many different ways about cravings you know this if you're this far in if not you're welcome you're new to the podcast welcome in glad to have you um cravings come from lack and cravings come from lack 2.0 podcasts are really good so i would go back and check those out as well as the series coming on but cravings come from emotion and it's your body trying to tell you something or it's your mind and 
disorderly things that are coming out. So it can be hate and disgust. It can be um, blind love. It can be filtered in a mirror. It can be worth in images. Um, can't even read my own writing. That's not a good sign. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but the big, a lot of the things that a lot of people don't have a very good body image or body image view of themselves or even just acceptance or appreciation or love for their body. And that's the biggest part. So there is a lot of hate. There is a lot of, on the other side, like, like I said, blind love of not addressing how things could or should be different or, um, the healthier aspects of things. And of course, health comes in different sizes and there's different ways of going about it. And there's no one particular body type that is healthy, but it's finding and understanding where yours is and where yours lies. And for me, that took a lot of not only looking at myself in the mirror and taking time away from the mirror as well, but changing the disordered view that I had. So all the people that I followed, that's what I was trying to copy and paste onto my body. But my body was built differently. I had different history. I had different build up to fitness. I had different um, sports that I competed in and life going on. And just because somebody, and this is the thing with numbers too that I had explained, but like some people are able to be consistent for years and years and some people are not and some people have things going on and that's okay and it doesn't mean that you're any less motivated or any less committed or anything like that it's just that life is changing for you and there's nothing wrong with that but taking away everything that you are following in order to try and copy and paste that onto your body or seeing that as a pinnacle of beauty of health of fitness of athleticism of this is where I need to be in order to be successful or what it is that I want to do or to be an athlete or to be loved or to be accepted or to be validated and that's that's not the case it ha it comes from you first other people will see it and it will be hard for you to accept it if you don't already at that time but it starts with you and no matter how many other people see the worth and value and beauty of you, until you actually see it and own it, it's never going to get better. So kind of like the thing of you have to love yourself before anyone else can love you, which I don't fully agree with, but you have to actively be working on it. You have to actively be working on loving yourself and seeing yourself for how and who you truly are before others are able to as well. I think that there can be, and I've experienced some, I guess, manipulation in some sort of way, but if you're not solid in where you're at, there is chances for movement to come around, or you're just not going to accept it either. Um, so on that side note, <laughs> um, here's how to look at your body differently. So for all the other ones, it was like, when to look or when not to look or when to go, when not to go, when to eat, when not to eat. Um, and this one is when to adjust and when to accept. So, and there's, it kind of goes 
hand in hand simultane simultaneously. So you're adjusting and accepting for specific reasons. So adjusting is when to start, how to go about, and why, what needs to change in your mind for it to be healthy and why this is good and totally fine. So adjusting is seeing yourself for where you're truly at, for what your body actually looks like. So like I had said, I had to really take a step back and look at myself for what my proportions actually were, where I hold fat, where I hold muscle, what it actually looks like, what is my diet and fitness like right now, what is something that is sustainable for me, how does my body react and respond to that, and what is it naturally going to do. So people naturally hold fat and hold muscle and um, hold leanness, leanness and body shapes differently. So trying to make yourself fit somebody else that it may not be set up like you or just the fact that they are not you is not going to be beneficial. You can pick different parts and find motivation, but um, outside of that, trying to force that image onto you is going to be detrimental. So in order to avoid that, you need to just take a step back. So that's what I mean by adjusting. But then it also comes down to once you have that healing going on, um, how to adjust your goals in order to see the change and start moving towards it in a healthy way. So that can be, like I had mentioned earlier as well, for me, when I get to the point of I'm ready for that next chapter. I'm ready to try something new. I'm happy with where I'm at now. I'm happy with like the goals that I'm working towards. I'm happy with the progress that I'm making. But if I want to take that next step and really kind of level up in a different way, that's when adjusting is going to need to happen as well. So it's like redoing it all over again of making sure I'm going into it in a healthy way. Like what am I looking to achieve? But it also has to be accepting and loving yourself with where you're at now so that you can appreciate where you are going as well. But it's also not that blind love of I'm perfect now, there's no need to change and finding like an identity in that. And I see a lot of people as well, um, body positivity and accepting where they're at, which I absolutely love. There definitely is a season where you have to just strongly accept where you're at, but if it becomes your whole identity, then there's not a whole lot of wiggle room for you to change and move and morph. So if my identity is in the body that I'm at now where it is a little bit of extra fluff, it is very sustainable, um, it's not completely shredded, muscles popping like super big, um, then I'm never going to want to change or be able to change um, because that is going to be my identity and that's going to be difficult. But if I accept where I'm at and I love where I'm at and it's just a part of who I am and it's the body that I'm housed in as of right now, but there's always room for growth, that's when it's going to be easier because there's no stress attached. And that's the big thing with all of these cravings is the stress associated with it. And that's why you do hold on to excess, excess fat when, um, you're fighting against your body in order to see the change, but it doesn't actually change. 
Um, so, and then accepting when is this the route and why, how to do it, what needs to change in your mind for it to be good and why this is good and not settling being lazy. So accepting is just that it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad word. Just like balance is not a bad thing or a bad word. Um, it's understanding where, again, understanding where you're at, understanding how your body is and not trying to copy and paste yourself onto somebody else or trying to force that look onto you. It's actually looking and seeing this is how my body is. It's never going to look like them because X, Y, and Z and accepting it and having a neutral feeling towards it. Like I said, I have a very neutral feeling towards my body and it's not a bad thing either. It's very freeing and accepting to know that I'm, I'm just happy with where I'm at. I'm capable of doing things. And when I want to level up and do more and be able to do more and be able to see what I'm capable of even more so, I'll be able to. But it doesn't hold my identity. It doesn't hold my worth. It doesn't mean anything. It's just the vessel that I've been given for this life. It's just the thing that houses my soul and I can decorate it and love on it as much as I want, but it also has to be whatever I'm comfortable with in the shape, in the existence that it is now. And it's learning and understanding that. So I've got bigger thighs and they rub together. So I find shorts and pants that work well for me. So if it's going to be a hot day and there's going to be walking involved, I'll wear longer ones or they've got like chub rub stuff and that's okay. And knowing that that is okay and knowing that it doesn't have to be a thigh gap or anything like that. And even if you do have, but also if you do have a thigh gap, that's okay. It's not worrying about whatever the beauty standard of the moment is, or it's not this fighting back and forth. It's just accepting with whatever your body looks like what you need to do to address it in order to get the most out of it. And that's it. It's just the acceptance part is just understanding after, um, like looking at yourself, really looking at yourself, seeing what you look like, understanding what you look like, understanding how your body reacts and is to certain things. Like I'm extra sweaty, so I have to get, I have to wear deodorant a lot, but that's fine. I wear darker clothes so I don't sweat through and pit out a whole awful lot, but that's fine. Like you learn to like what you like and you learn to dress how you need to dress in order to feel comfortable, in order to be the most of what it is that you want to. So I don't wear a lot of bright colors or if I do wear brighter colors and brighter colors could literally just mean like a pastel or something that isn't black. Literally, that's what a bright color is for me. I just like black, but, um, understanding. So I'm heading to work today and I, uh, got a crop top sweatshirt and a crop top sweatshirt is just like, I'm wearing an extra large. I, for t-shirts normally I wear a medium so I'm wearing an extra large crop top so crop sweatshirt so it is longer and I feel more comfortable in it and it's understanding that and letting it mean nothing towards me and that's also going with like meaning having numbers mean nothing for you like it means nothing about who you are it's just there it's just the thing to give you a pinpoint of kind of like where to start and letting it be just that but and yes, of course, it is frustrating when numbers like change for each brand and you have to adjust, but it's just, it's just a starting point And then, you know, moving forward, like that's the number that you are in that brand. It doesn't 
matter that it has to be different for each one. It's, again, the more information you know, the more you know, and then you can address accordingly and move forward from that and make those changes. And at the beginning, yes, it is going to be work, but the more work you put in now, the easier it's going to be moving forward. So any new change, there is going to be work, but it's for a short period of time. And if you're willing to put in the work and understand how it works for you, your body, your mind, your lifestyle, everything, it's going to be easier moving forward and adjusting. And once you have that solid baseline, then it's able, then you're able to stick with it. And any changes you want to make from that base point is going to be easier because it's not changing everything because you have that solid baseline across the board. There's my little bit of coaching for you. <laughs> That's powerful stuff. Um, but it's just understanding where you're at and addressing accordingly. And I don't have, you don't have to, if you don't want to show off your body to show that you love it. Like, I'm wearing this crop because I think it's cute, and I'm wearing high-waisted um, leggings, and I'm not going to reach high overhead, and if I am, I'm probably going to suck in my stomach a little bit. But that's okay, because I still got a little bit of a pooch. But also, with that, get offline. <laughs> get offline or start following, like, some real people that actually show you what their bodies look like outside of posing and lighting. Like, I do that, too. There are different poses and mirror selfies that you can do in order to get like the right lighting and not actually look like what you look like because that's a moment in time of morphing your body outside of just Photoshop too. But see normal people existing in the world, see normal athletes existing in the world where not everybody is going to be shredded 24-7. If they are, fantastic. If they aren't, fantastic. It's just who they are where they're at and what their training is like. It is not the standard across the board. And just because you look different than X athlete or you look different than X person in class doesn't mean you are any less or better than. It's just that's who you are and that's who they are. And nothing more, nothing less than that. But for me, starting to see normal athletes, like normal athletes that are like above average that kind of have similar body styles to me, or they have a little bit of a stomach, or they do have cellulite as well, and it's okay. But even before that, it was just accepting of myself as well. I always thought I had to step on a bodybuilding stage and be validated that, yes, you are working hard enough. Yes, you are an athlete. Yes, you are strong. Yes, you, this isn't normal for women to look like this. Yes, you are doing the work. Yes, you are good enough. I thought that I had to do that before I could accept that, yeah, I'm freaking strong. Yeah, I've put in over a decade of work and it's there. Yeah, I am above the average person. But I had to accept that too. And I didn't need somebody else's validation and I still am working on accepting it. And it's so hard. It is so hard to accept a compliment that all of your hard work is paying off, even if it is not in the body that you had thought you needed in order to have it. I am living the life and doing the things I always wanted to do, but didn't think I could have until I had lost the weight, until I was 20 pounds lighter than I am. But I don't know if that's ever going to be the case. I know what it takes to diet down to that. I know what it takes to sustain that. I'm sustaining this weight that I'm at, this 160, where I'm exchanging fat for muscle 
pretty consistently and I'm in a phase where I am on the verge of like changing it up or really honing in on it a little bit and not and not in the sense of like being strict but just honing in on it and making the most of it but like I've sustained this for a few years now and it works and it's good and I'm getting stronger and I I have a boyfriend. I have a social life. I'm building relationships and I'm making old ones stronger. I'm allowing only certain people into my life and taking care of that and taking time for myself because that's important too. Because I know that I give too much and by giving, I'm not giving the full potential that I have. So I am going to be more stingy on my time. I am going to set boundaries. I am going to cut back because I know the level that I want to give at and I know what that takes. And that comes with knowing and understanding yourself too. But once you start doing that, you see where it needs to be in other areas of your life and you start to hold yourself to that higher standard and to that higher like validation of I am good enough. I am worthy. I am loved. I do have potential and people do see it, do see my value, do see my worth. And if they don't, then I don't I don't need them in my life. And that's okay. You don't need to be nice to everybody. <laughs> you don't need to just accept everyone. That's not what's needed. That's not what you have to do. You can decide. And it can be as simple as that. So body image always is a little bit different than, like, everything else. But it's all started from outside perspective more than what your body is actually like and taking that information in. So it's all the experimental mindset as well of just trying to understand and trying to see how your body reacts to different foods and fitness and workouts and how it naturally builds and grows around that and what those numbers mean and don't mean and they have no value on you unless you put them there it's just information everything is just information it's not more or less valuable of you it's just information and once you take that value once you take that weight away from it then it means absolutely nothing then you hold all the power and you hold all the say and you can say what is actually worth it or not. And even when and if you do have anxious thoughts and stress and depression and it's a choice to pull yourself out and it is hard, it is not fun, it is difficult to pull yourself out of that downward spiral when you start to see an extra stretch mark or you start to see that fat like morphing and bending and billowing and you get all those dimples and those like bumps and things that you do not want but are just a part of your body and that's just how things are and it doesn't make you uglier because of it it's just a part of your body it's always been there and it's fine it is fine i remember seeing that the other day i was saying about i was saying bye to my boyfriend and i was sitting on the couch and kind of leaning over and i looked over he was giving me a hug and I wasn't fully there in the moment, but I was focusing on this of seeing like my leg fat, like bend and 
bumped together and just not the most beautiful sight ever. But I looked at it and was like, this is fine. This is okay. This means nothing. He doesn't care. He doesn't see it. Even if he did see it, he probably wouldn't say anything about it. Because it doesn't matter. And that's as far as that went. I didn't feel guilty about the food that I had eaten. I didn't go home and, like, do extra cardio or do extra workouts or anything like that. I didn't force anything. I didn't do anything negative. It just was a moment in time. And that's the sign of some incredible growth. So it's all a process, but if this is something that you want to focus more on, um, and kind of move over and away from and move to a healthy balance with, um, all of my courses and teachings go over this. <laughs> Beginning program is my main one. Roxologen method is all of that information, but over the course of a year. And I do have some other courses as well, um, more specific broken down. So if you want to check those out, feel free. Head over, excuse me, to the roxalogenmethod.com, R-C-K-S-L-D-G-Y-M method.com. <coughs> and everything will be there. It's um, based on a Kajabi site. So once you decide what you want to get and you purchase it, you automatically get a login to get access to it right away. And depending on what course it is, it might drip out um, and go week by week, or you might get all the information at once. Feel free to binge it or make it go over the course of the weeks that initially it was set for. But otherwise, that is all I have for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, stay tuned. That was the end of the four-part series, but I do have some good information coming up. Um, if you are listening to this I've been going over some old podcasts of mine and um, some really good ones that just explain all of this. But um, for body image as well, I would definitely go and check out... Nope. I just tried to put in my work <laughs> login. Um, but I would go and check out like the problem with weight loss challenges and then why your 2020 diet isn't working. I know we're in 2021, heading into 2022, might need to update it, but it's all really good information. So I highly, highly suggest checking it out. But otherwise, that is all I have for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.